Hey everyone, welcome back to the Commitment to Growth podcast. This is your host, Mariana speaking, and thank you so much for coming back and tuning in to another episode of the show. Hello, hello. How are we doing today? Thank you so much for being here, for choosing Commitment to Growth as your daily source of wisdom, inspiration, personal development, how we doing? How we doing, everybody? I hope you're having a wonderful day so far. I am in bright spirits, <laughs> as you can probably hear. It's been a good day. I cannot believe we are into the second half of 2020 freaking two. It is June 15th as I am recording this, baffled at how fast time is going and frankly, really wanting it to slow down a little bit. <laughs> it just feels like there's so many things coming, but regardless, hope you're doing well. I hope that today's episode finds you in a good place. I hope that you remember to express gratitude today to yourself and to the beautiful things around you that you're telling the people in your life that you love, that you love them, and that you are expressing love, gratitude, and compassion to yourself as well. Just wanted to throw that in there because I think it's so important that we do those check-ins with ourselves and that we take a moment to remember that we exist too, and that our relationship and how we express thankfulness and appreciation towards ourselves matters as well. So just your reminder if you hadn't done that yet today. Um, but before we get into today's episode and before I tell you about the beautiful, amazing guest that I am so privileged to be bringing you today, I have a very exciting announcement. So, um, as some of you know, if you've been looking at the Commitment to Growth podcast stories, I went on there a few weeks ago, did a Q&A, and also did a reel recently, um, kind of introducing myself and told you all that I had recently acquired my personal training certification. So I am now a registered licensed personal trainer, which is oh so exciting. As a kinesiology major, it is so exciting to be applying my degree to something in the professional world other than just, you know, everyday life, <laughs> weightlifting on my own, giving my family kind of gym and nutrition advice. And that being said, I am super duper excited to announce that I have officially launched Commitment to Growth, which is a dual holistic personal training and personal development platform. So to kind of give you the summary of what, what you can expect on Commitment to Growth, it is my hub for clients who are looking for personal training, in-person sessions. I am working on getting an online personal training um, system getting set up so that if you would like me to make you a workout plan um, or you want to do online personal training on Zoom, that is an option. Right now it is not, but keep your eye out for that. But as I said, I will be training clients there. That'll be the company name. And because I'm approaching it from a holistic sense, because I feel that exercise is such an incredible vector for self-discovery and self-improvement that I think that so many coaches miss that aspect and miss combining mind-body with exercise. That That is just, that's what I want to do. So if you train with me, you get workbooks and worksheets to help guide you along your journey through your workouts. And they include prompts on self-reflection and goal setting and what went well, what went not so well, kind of really focusing on our fitness goals from a this is how I want to feel perspective rather than this is how I want to look perspective because that can get unhealthy really quickly as many of us know. So I am super excited to be launching that and to be bringing that to you. If you're in Victoria, BC and you want a personal trainer, send me a DM over on Commitment to Growth podcast or go to my website. It is www.commitmenttogrowth.com. And if you're not in Victoria and can't fly out here for one-on-one -on -one sessions. Keep your eye out for online personal training and what's going to be coming out on Community Growth. I am so excited, you guys. I just, wow. Oh, it's my little baby. I'm so excited to be announcing it. So yeah, that is what's uh, new on the table for myself. And again, if you are listening on iTunes to these episodes, remember to subscribe, 
hit like, leave a review, and in your review, leave a comment telling me what you learned from the episode that you listened to and leave your Instagram handle because I will be going through and selecting people that have listened and you may just get a shout out if you left me your Instagram and said something cool about what you learned in the episode. So that's on that. That all being said, let's get into the episode. Enough about me already. My goodness, I just love you all and I just love sharing about my life on here. So thank you for giving me that space. But on to today's episode. I am super excited to introduce Miss Taryn Lamp to you all as this week's guest. Taryn is a personal trainer. She is a disease and cancer survivor. She is an anxious girl, as she so describes herself. She is a TEDx speaker and host of the Taryn Lamp Show, which I actually had the privilege of being on today just before I recorded this intro. So if you're interested in looking at that uh, and tuning in and listening to our conversation, it was about 30 minutes. Uh, It is posted as a video, as an Instagram live on my Instagram as because we are collaborators on it. Uh, So you can watch it there or you can look up the Taryn Lamb Show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and listen to the audio there as well. Uh, And I will link it in the show notes as well if you want quicker access to it. But Taryn is incredible. We had such an amazing conversation. In this conversation, we talked about her journey through just all of the things that she has had to deal with on her medical journey and how being faced with limitations that were such high in degree forced her to step into herself, step into what she believed to be true about herself and her own capabilities and how that propelled her forward to now living a very meaningful life, very meaningful career where she has defied a lot of the things that she was told she couldn't do and is now out doing incredible things for incredible people. And another thing to note, if you do go watch our interview on her show or tune into any of her future Instagram lives, Taryn does have a Cash App link because her show, The Taryn Lamp Show, is dedicated to raising funds to help pay off the bills of cancer patients in hospitals who may not otherwise have the resources to do it themselves. So if you have anything to spare that you would like to donate to Taryn's Cash App to go pay somebody's uh, cancer bill, please go ahead over to her link. I will also link it in the show notes so that you can have access to that. Such a brilliant cause. Taryn is such an incredible person out there doing so many incredible things, interviewing ordinary people who are doing amazing things. Not to toot my own horn or anything, but <laughs> but that's what her show is based on. And I was so excited to get to talk to her as well because she is doing amazing things herself. So that all being said, that all being said, onto the show. I hope you enjoy this conversation just as much as I did. Have a notebook, have a pen, take notes because Taryn drops some wisdom. So without further ado, let's get right into it. Before we do that, I do want to take a second to acknowledge that this episode is being recorded on the land of the Wasanish peoples, who are presented by the Sartlip, Seau, Saikam, Pukwachin, and Malahat nations. As an uninvited settler and visitor to this land, my gratitude extends, continues to extend, and I, in recent days, have been finding ways to connect to the land and especially recently in acknowledgement of the one-year anniversary of the 215 bodies that were found uh, at a residential school in northern BC. It's a time that we all must reflect on the culture of colonialism and capitalism and patriarchy that permeates our society and how It continues to bring injustices to the people in our community that suffered from in the past and continue to suffer from it now. And just want to encourage you again to keep doing that inner reflection, to keep reflecting on the systems that exist in our societies that draw very distinct discriminations between communities and how you can continue to be a driving force of change in your own communities in your families and friend groups and relationships. So now without further ado, let's get on to Taryn's episode. Hi Taryn, how's it going? Welcome on the show. 
I'm great, Mariana. How are you? I'm great. Thank you. I am very excited to be here. Finally, getting to speak with you. I am super excited for the audience to get to hear your story and for you to share it with all of us. So why don't we dive right into that? <laughs> if that's cool with you, because I'm super excited. Um, how about you introduce yourself a little bit and tell the audience a little bit about yourself and how you got to where you are today? Absolutely. Well, first of all, thank you so much for inviting me. It's always great to, you know, meet people and share with people and inspire people. And I hope that's, you know, what I get a chance to, the opportunity to do. And thank you for inspiring me to come on oh, and share. Of course. That's why we're all here. So thank you for your presence as always. <laughs> well, it actually, I don't want to, don't want to go too long with the whole story, but it did start when I was at a young age. So I was actually diagnosed with heart disease at three weeks old. So mm-hmm. That has been my, you know, my, the journey of my life, if you will, at age four, just to kind of fast forward a little bit, I received an implanted pacemaker. So for, for lots of something that you get later in life. And so I was uh, fortunate, I guess, um, we'll just say for now to get it younger in life and had, you know, just the chance to, to, I guess, start making my own path early. I saw as even a young girl that I was different with that pacemaker, right? I was different Mm -hmm. and something about me was unique. So that kind of forged who Taryn is today. I was also born with one kidney. So again, just Mm -hmm. having that a little bit more unique in my, in my my younger age. And then Mm -hmm. at age 10, I was diagnosed with a a brain tumor. So by age Mm -hmm. 10, I had one kidney pacemaker. My adult life was from 10 on was pretty, I guess, quote unquote, if you will, normal or stable. And then at age 41, I was diagnosed with breast cancer. And then after that, I was diagnosed with a blood clot. So I think oh my, my, I always wow. tell the medical uh, journey, right, uh, to share. So, but I'm very thankful. Also, I think it's, <laughs> it's who I am today. It's made mm-hmm. me a strong woman, but it's yet also made me, you know, vulnerable for the things that, that do, uh, you know, keep us kind of grounded. Right. Mm -hmm. And I've also just been able to do a lot of great things with, with my message, sharing my story on different stages and Mm -hmm. sharing my story magazines and all that stuff. So again, it's, it's just left me available, hopefully to inspire people and also to meet new people as I love to learn about people's journeys and their stories because everybody has one. And so that's kind of where I am today. I am located in Chicago, Illinois. Mm-hmm. I do have, I have, I, I have one job that I do during the day that I love. I'm very passionate about. And then I also am a personal trainer. And so mm-hmm. that got me, keeps me motivated as well, because if you could imagine with heart disease, brain tumor, we'll get into that, I think, but so that's where I am. I don't want to go too far. We'll get into that a little bit more, but I'm in Chicago. And like I said, heart disease, brain tumor, one kidney and pacemaker or breast cancer and blood clot. So we'll get <laughs> I don't want to tell it all. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. She's left us with such dissect. First of all, thank you so much um, for just, like you said, having that vulnerability and that courage to share that with us. I'm sure that you are like every doctor's dream. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, or nightmare one of the two but I love I love that throughout all of this you've like you said but I'm super grateful despite all of it there are people who would say why is life doing this to me why is life happening to me versus why is life happening for me and you know I say that from a very privileged standpoint um as somebody that at the current moment does not have any um medical impairments but I'm curious to ask you how has that shaped how you show up to people and how you introduce yourself to people? Because I feel that as a crowd, as people who, people like myself who haven't experienced anything like that, we tend to look at people with your conditions as worthy of pity, for example, Mm -hmm. but you've still gone and built a career for yourself. You're doing all these amazing things. So how has it shaped how you introduce yourself and show up and to, to other people to show them, Hey, this is not like, I'm not a pity case, you know? Right. I think that's just it. I think one of the things I learned at a very young age was, you know, 
I'm me. This is all I got. And mm. I think I try my best, or I think I do a really good job of actually showing up very authentically, right? Mm. I think just being authentic, being the only Taryn I know, I do know that life is precious. And I do know that we are all to be valued and treasured and not just my life is precious. Everyone's life is precious. So I don't take meeting you, for example, for granted. I don't take Mm -hmm. the things in my life granted, but yet I show up authentically. So it shaped me to be, I deem myself to be an inspirational leader, but it's also shaped me to show up the same way as I do with Mariana, as I do at Mm -hmm. being a personal or as I do at my other job. So the Taryn you see and the Taryn you hear is going to be the same Taryn all day long. Mm. And the Taryn you see now is going to be the same Taryn if you met me in the shopping mall, the same person. And so my conditions have just taught me, you know, to just show up, inspire and show up authentically, show up as myself. And Mm -hmm. yes, to be transparent with you in the beginning, that was hard, right? Because people did Mm -hmm. ask and have a lot of what is this? What do you do? What is this? And in the beginning, when you're younger, you know, that may be a little confidence hit, right? Mm-hmm. And so I had to, had to kind of get over myself and realize that people just want to know. They're just asking questions and they're just curious. And mm-hmm. then I embraced it. And once I started to embrace it, that's when I started to be able to really share it and, and share it on public stages and national stages and international stages. And that's when it really became, wow, T, you can really do this, right? It's really a thing that you should be grateful for because people are asking you to share this story. Mm-hmm. I love I love that approach of, I guess, take questions with gratitude and take questions with even more curiosity and willingness because I think that it's how we relate to each other. It's how we build connection with each other. So I love that you kind of took that lens versus, you know, kind of, as an attack almost, right. which I think is very easy to, to mm-hmm. internalize when it's something that is so intimate about who you are, but this is something that is very intimate to who you are, but it also shaped you immensely into who you are today. So I love that you're using it as a vector to share your story with people and show them like, Hey, I'm not a pity case. And people with these conditions are not pity cases. Like we are still human. We're still strong. We're still going like you know, I am, I am the living, breathing example of that. Mm -hmm. So that's beautiful. That's beautiful. And I think too, there's a component and I actually did a talk on this about, you know, when when you say you have all these things, Mm -hmm. people say so strong, you're such a survivor, you're this, that doesn't mean on some days I'm not crumbling inside. Right. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean that when I go for a scan or when I go for a test that I don't get worried. I have, I have anxiety. I'm an anxious girl. That's, you know, my Instagram says anxious girl and I have anxiety. And so rightfully for me, rightfully so with the medical trauma that I've had. So it doesn't mean that I don't, you know, sometimes I am crumbling inside waiting for a different result or a different uh, shoe to put a foot to put down, whatever that saying is, what's the next shoe going to drop or, Mm, you know, what's mm going to happen. But still, I think that's important for me to even share that with, you know, my spouse or share that with whomever, because I need to show up authentically, right? Mm-hmm. And so that's important, even with having the anxiety or having the concerns that, you know, sometimes I'm crumbling inside. Yeah, absolutely. How How is that something that you have worked on learning to communicate with the people around you? Because I think that it's something that is so stigmatized still. Like mm-hmm. if I would be, I would still feel very anxious to tell people, hey, I'm not having a great day today. I either need some space or if it's not you, it's me kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Because I think that we are expected to always put these emotions aside to be fully engaged in a conversation. And sometimes there's just no way of doing it, right? Because you are just rock bottom in whatever you're feeling. So how have you kind of gone around communicating that with people and I guess giving giving other people the space to do the same? Well, I think I've learned the few, I guess my, my rocks, right. That I can communicate mm-hmm. it. To. And so when I'm having that day, I know who to go to and say, you know, there's friends where I'll call and say, I have a lot of anxiety today, or I, you know, I just had a, C- a scan or a CT scan or something like that. And I'm very, very anxious. My, my spouse knows, my husband knows when there's a scan, the next few days are going to be 
a little rough because I'm waiting for results. And mm-hmm. even though in my heart or even I don't feel symptoms or any of that, it's still the thought of what if. And yeah. so even though I try to tell myself a what if the fact, right? It's still, gosh, those next few days until I get my results back. And then I, it's almost like I can exhale, exhale when the results come and, and they're good. And mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. have to think about it, but I'm holding my until I get the results back saying everything's good, but I can just communicate with him. And he, he knows now, you know, when that happens, when I, when I go in for a test, he knows I'm, you know, and my, most of my close friends, they know, oh yeah, she's really anxious about this. Mm-hmm. So, you know, let's yeah. keep up with her, make sure yeah. all's, all's good. Days. Yeah. Absolutely. But being authentic, and- right. Just, just Yes, absolutely. That That is what it comes down to at the end of the day. And I love that that's something that you've cultivated into your close relationships, because I think it's so important to have that space with the people that we love and, and trust to say, I am not my best self today, or I'm not where I would want to be today. And I need you to show up for me in the way that I need you to right now. And I'm sure that um, your husband or your friends might have cues as to what that looks like for you. But it's something that I think we all need to make such a point of getting better at asking for because we're here to lean on each other right I mean it's different Mm -hmm. when you're depending on someone but it's it's healthy and it's wholesome and it's loving when you're leaning on someone for that support to just cheer you up or make you feel a little bit better or just like have the reassurance of it's going to be okay you know right Mm -hmm. just have a put your head on for a second yes exactly (laughs) exactly Well, thank you so much for sharing that with us. And I'd love to shift gears now because as you kind of mentioned, uh, you do have your own show as well, the Taryn Lamp Show. And Mm -hmm. I would love to ask you how you got into that and what the story behind that is, given that now you've found a passion for giving other people the space to share their stories. So why don't you tell us a little bit about your show and how you got started with it? Well, so this is a very kind of... It's a very kind of interesting story. So before I moved to Chicago, I lived in Los Angeles and I got the opportunity to work in Beverly Hills. Mm -hmm. And I used to see a lot of celebrities, a lot, all the Mm -hmm. time, all the time I see a celebrity. And and I would always hear this. So given that I, I had my own story, I thought to myself, oh my goodness, there's like people around me that aren't quote unquote celebrities that are doing major things. They're doing great things like yourself, right? You're doing something great. And so I realized there, everybody has a journey, you know, like why do we just hear about the quote unquote celebrities? Not that they're not doing great things because that's not the case. They are as well. So Mm -hmm. I do want that, but I knew a lot of people just in my friend circle and in their friend circles that were doing great things. So I, I thought, I wanted to create a magazine and it was going to be called Mm. just like you everyday people, amazing stories. And it was going to highlight people just like you everyday people with amazing stories. So I created this business plan and it was glossy and it was beautiful. And it, you know, all this charts and graphs and buzzers and whistles. And I put it in a file cabinet and Mariana, it never came out. It just stayed there. That was it. And so fast forward 2020, when COVID, you know, entered the world, shut the world down, I was having a conversation and it came up, well, why don't you just kind of start interviewing people, you know, on, on Instagram, on Instagram Mm -hmm. live. And I said, Instagram live, like I had never pushed that button before. I didn't even know what that meant. Mm -hmm. So I just asked my friend circle, would they be open to coming on and sharing different stories? And then I just started to ask people to refer people and lo and behold, I mean, it just took wings, if you will. And so we just Mm -hmm. celebrated the Taryn Lamb. So anyway, it was, it was just like you, everyday people, amazing stories. That was the original title. And then I'd realized that I am my own brand. And so then I changed it to the Taryn Lamb show. Mm -hmm. And then it's been going strong for two years. And I think last year, in the middle of last year, I started to, I put it on YouTube and then I created the podcast and Apple podcast picked it up. So we've been going strong for two years. I was two years uh, in May. So this past May or this, this current month of May and two years strong. And then I also 
as part of my show now, I'm trying to make it a little more philanthropic. One of the things I do is just, it's just a simple kind offering. I put my cash up in the comments on, on, on the Instagram live mm-hmm. and anything that's given through that live goes to help pay off or pay a, por- pay a portion of or pay all of, depending on how much we raise a heart disease or cancer patient's bill for someone in need. Mm-hmm. So it goes directly to them. It's not a a uh, 501c3. It's just a good old fashioned love and kind offering and whatever's raised through the show. I kind of let that accumulate a little bit and then go pay off a bill for a patient in need. So we've gotten the opportunity through the show thus far to pay two bills of two wow. different patients who, who were mm-hmm. in need. Yeah. Oh, that's incredible. And, and that's not um, nothing because I can only imagine how big those bills are. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so that story came from that. The what got me started doing that was when I went to a cancer uh, treatment one time. I went to the front desk to check in, and they said, "Hi, you know, Miss Lamp, thank you for checking in. You know, your bill is nine thousand two hundred fifty-two dollars and fifty-two cents." I don't remember what they said exactly, but I just remember thinking, "Oh my goodness, I'm checking in for a treatment." And that's the first thing they say, and I don't because that's just probably what their job was, right? So that was fine. But I just imagined for myself, I was fortunate enough to able to pay whatever my monthly payment was, but there's somebody that's not. And so I wanted to do my part mm-hmm. to help alleviate that and take the burden off of someone's, you know, uh, so, so someone out there who can, who couldn't do that like I could. So that's where that idea came from. It's just like, like you said, there's so many patients with bills out there and how can I be of, of service and of help to them anonymously? Mm-hmm. I don't have any patient information go over any you know, guideline or, you know, don't go over any, um, you know, have any, uh, like I said, compliance, if you will, I don't know what the word is, but I don't have patient information. I just mm-hmm. ask my person who treats me, who's in need, that's it. Pay a bill. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. I, I love that dual purpose behind your show of not only, you know, I guess getting quote unquote ordinary people <laughs> to share their stories, but that philanthropic part that you that you've added in there too. I think that is so beautiful. That is such a beautiful cause to have as part of your show. And also I love the philosophy behind kind of how you've approached people, inviting people to share their stories, because I think it's so true. I think we look at the big names who've made it in quote unquote in the industry, because we perceive that's like being at the top of the heat and yada, yada, yada. But um, there are so many top of the heat people walking around us every single day and we don't know it because there isn't that space for them to or that invitation for them to share those things so I love that you've taken that lens and said and said like hey you know we're all extraordinary you know even if we're societally deemed not extraordinary by like our social status or whatever we are and I'd love to to hear if there's any like particular lessons or um takeaways that you've gone from the people on there so far it needs, I'm sure you there's know, a ton but yeah there's a lot I mean I think just you know just one of the big lessons is everyone has a story and I think that sounds so cliche but you just never know people's story from you know what I mean from their perspective right you always mm. you only your perspective yeah. and yeah someone comes on the show I usually take a little tidbit away and someone told me someone I remember the one a one not too long ago where a a girl said you know the only obstacles that most of us have the obstacles that we put in the way and Mm. I thought hmm you know yeah that's pretty profound hey everyone just want to take a moment to tell you about our sponsor for this episode better help Are you feeling down, stressed, overwhelmed, or burned out in certain areas of your life right now? And is this impacting how you can show up in your day-to-day? This is exactly how I felt when I began therapy. I was having trouble processing emotions and memories that were coming up for me on my healing journey, and I knew that I needed the help of someone with experience who could help me understand what these thoughts meant. And let me tell you, since seeking help, my progress has been extraordinary. Therapy has completely changed how I can show up for myself and others in all areas of my life and my relationships and how I show myself compassion every single day. And you deserve the same. You do not have to trust your journey alone. 
You deserve the help of someone who can help you build the tools you need to cope with difficult emotional states when they arise. And to do so, BetterHelp offers licensed therapists who are trained to listen and help you. You can talk to your therapist in a private online environment at your convenience, and there's a broad range of expertise in BetterHelp's 20,000 plus therapist network that gives you access to help that may not be available in your area. You just fill out a questionnaire to help assess your specific needs, and then you get matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Then you schedule secure video and phone sessions, and you can exchange unlimited messages. Everything you share is completely confidential. You can request a new therapist at no additional charge anytime, and you can join the 2 million plus people who have taken care of their mental health with an experienced BetterHelp therapist. I think one of the most important things that I learned in therapy is that seeking help is one of the most courageous ways that you can show love to yourself. That being said, I have teamed up with BetterHelp to bring listeners of the Community Growth Podcast 10% off your first month of therapy. To find a therapist and book a session, go to betterhelp.com slash Mariana10. That's betterhelp.com slash M-A-R-I-A-N-A-1-0 to book your first session and find the therapist that suits your needs. Thank you again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode, and please reach out for help if you need it. It's not self-pity. It's not being weak. It's taking your health and your healing into your own hands, and you deserve that dedication to yourself. I ask guests to, it's all by word of mouth. So the show is completely by word of mouth. So when people come on the show, I ask them to refer people to the show. And so each person that's referred, I require them coming on the show, or at least a little bit of their story. Sometimes I don't want to hear it all for myself because I want to be surprised on my own show. So mm-hmm. I hear a little bit of their story and do that. And when they come on the show, I feel like I've made a whole new community of friends. I mean, for two years, mm-hmm. I've been talking to a lot of people and I've made a whole new community of friends through mm-hmm. my show that I hope to one day be able to be live. Wouldn't that be oh, cool? Yeah, like that would be so just cool. to meet some <laughs> of these people in and know, I know I have a whole new, like I said, the Taryn Lamp show community of friends. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's been one of my favorite parts about tuning in, honestly, is just seeing the diversity of people that you have on there. Cause usually I feel that in the niche that I'm in, which is, I guess, um, it's referred to as like self-help nowadays, um, or health and fitness, I guess. Um, it's mainly people like life coaches and business coaches and everything who are kind of like sharing their take on mindset and personal wellness and everything. But you've had like financial advisors. I think I saw once on there. And like, I think, um, uh, one of the most recent individuals that was on there, I think he was like a computer engineer, something, something Mm -hmm. like that. But I just, I loved it. And I was like, wow, like this is community building at its finest. It's just getting anyone and everyone on here because everybody, like you said, has a story, has something to share, because I think that we all live similar life experiences in certain cases. We all go through heartbreak. We all lose individuals. We all graduate, but we all experience it differently because we all have different sets of eyes. And I think hearing how we've all perceived everything differently is so amazing. So I love that that's what you're kind of fostering on the Taryn Lamp show. I could not have asked for better friends to make through the show, a better community of friends. I know. It's it's arguably one of the most fulfilling parts of being a podcast host. I get that all the time too. Like I still speak to guests that have been on here. I still learn from them. I'm still in touch with them. It's like just the the unknown reward I think that you you get when you walk into this industry. So that is so awesome. And I'm so glad. I'm so excited to keep watching you do that truly. And for anybody listening, again, if you tune in and you have something to donate to Taryn's Cash App please do because it's saving, it's saving a lot of people. So yes. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah, of course. Why don't we shift gears again into, I want to hear a little bit about your personal training journey. Cause oh. I recently got my certification, which is super exciting for me. I'm kickstarting my business soon too. And I just, as I've kind of gotten into it and kind of gotten a taste of the freedom that it gives you to you know, not only use it as a business, but also to transmit so many ideas about health and wellness and personal development with clients. That's like, that's been like the most exciting part for me. So I'm curious to hear how you got into that and how you're kind of using your belief around authenticity to um, inspire your own clients in that realm. Sure. Well, how I get into it was, first of all, I never thought 
like when I had, when I was diagnosed with heart disease at three weeks old and I've always had it, the pacemaker, the brain tumor, the one kidney, even before the cancer, mm-hmm. I always thought to myself, like I could never be the fastest runner. I can never be the best, you know, the sit up queen. I can never be this. I can never be that because of some of my medical challenges, mm-hmm. but I to kind of push those boundaries. The good mm-hmm. thing is diagnosed with heart disease at a young age. So you can't really tell a kid what they can do and can't do. You can, you can try if you want. <laughs> there are probably mm-hmm. boundaries. So one of the first boundaries that I pushed was I would actually ran track in high school mm-hmm. and people, oh my goodness, she's gonna, you know, it's not gonna work out for her. She, she might pass out, but I didn't. And then people at some point said I shouldn't fly because of my pacemaker. And then I was flying. And then they were like, you shouldn't go overseas. And then I was going overseas. So I wanted to keep up with my fitness on my own, just keep up with my fitness through my adult life. Mm -hmm. And then I moved here to Chicago and the, one of the hospitals, the local hospitals near me, I have a doctor there and that local hospital is attached to a fitness center. And that fitness center had an opportunity for people with heart disease to go through a program where they met with a personal trainer and they went through their own fitness program. And then Mm -hmm. as I was going through the program, I thought to myself, man, like I could do this. I could help people who think they can't, right? Mm -hmm. Because I I totally understand. So originally when I first started, there were, you know, I had a variety of clients, but some of my clients had some of the same things I had. They might've had heart disease or, or diabetes or, you know, one kidney or kidney transplant or different things that different, you know, that my clients had that I was like, I just wanted to do this for people who think they can't and who think that in order to be quote unquote, when their minds be fit, you know, they've got to win the marathon or they've got to run a full marathon or, you know, I just wanted to do it for people who thought that they couldn't and to show them that they can. And fitness comes up just like we all come in different shape sizes and our journeys are different. So is our fitness journey. And you don't mm-hmm. have to, you don't have to be, you know, uh, wh- whomever, you know, the, the greatest athlete on the world to participate in your own fitness. And so then that's when I got my sort certif- of, I had got my certification and just kept on with it. And now I have, again, have a variety of clients. I teach classes and it also helps me just stay accountable to myself. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And again, I'm lucky that my, my spouse is also um, fitness focused. So I, you know, we can compare notes and we can keep each other accountable with regards to fitness and meals and, you know, planning and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I really like it. I just really enjoy you know, having my certification, being a certified personal trainer, and hopefully again, using that to inspire others and specifically people who think that they can't. Yeah. What is, what is your approach to people who come to you and say, I want to do this, but I know that I can't kind of thing, like with your experience and feeling what that's like, or telling yourself that, like you said, right. We're the only ones that we pose our own limitations for ourselves. So how do you kind of warm up people to the idea that no, you can, you know? Well, that's what being the authentic, authentic, authenticity. That's where the authenticity comes in. Cause I'll straight up just tell them my story and I'll mm. show them this is what I got. So I know you can do it, you know? And they're like, Whoa. And then they're like, look, I, you know, we're not gonna, I'm, I'm not here to, uh, to beat you down. You know, I'm here to inspire you and help you. So what I usually, once I tell them my story, they're like, uh Oh, yeah. So she, she, she's got the, she understands, right. She understands mm-hmm. what it's like. And to your point, once I tell them that they're like, I get it. And, and some of them, you know, might request me specifically because of that, because they know mm-hmm. me from the gym and know that I have a story and they understand that, you know, they got, everybody's got to start somewhere. Mm-hmm. So I'm really authentic with them. And I just transparent because at this point in my life now, the story is pretty well known. <laughs> my story is mm-hmm. pretty well I'm not as afraid to tell it as I was a, when, when I was maybe a kid or something. Mm-hmm. How, um, first of all, thank you. I think that's so beautiful. I think when, when we have somebody have the authenticity with us and we find a point of relatability, maybe not on the same plane, but in the sense of 
this person at one point felt and was told that they perhaps couldn't. And here I am feeling the same thing. This is possible, you know? And I think that that's such an important aspect of building those genuine relationships as it pertains to coaching, especially something like personal training, because you have that leader that is like, I will be the middle ground for you in the space between you debating starting and you actually starting. And in this space, I will guide you. I will validate your emotions, but we're going to get serious, you know, (laughs) we're going to do this. So, um, you mentioned that when you were younger, that was a harder thing for you to believe, or it was a harder thing for you to share your story. Um, how was it something that you warmed up to over time? You know, I think it just came with people asking, you know, Mm -hmm. and at some point I just thought, oh my goodness, I'm just, I just need to tell people and be real with this. And it's not that I didn't want to be real. I think it was part of like, when you're diagnosed with all those things and you grow up with those things, those are the things, you know, so it kind of wasn't, it was, I knew it was unique, but I knew there was anything I can do about it. You know, Mm -hmm. wasn't it about it. So I was like, I was, cause sometimes I was wondering like, why is everybody asking me these questions? You know, like, but then I realized, like I was saying, people are just curious. And so, and then at some point it just clicked, like, Taryn, you just, just tell your story, you know, just tell people mm-hmm. what they, you know, tell people instead of them being curious. It's not like, you know, I, like I said, it, it is what it is. So I just warmed up to it. And then as, you know, even, even more, as people started to ask me, I was like, you actually want me to be in a magazine and tell this story? Or are you aiming to tell the story? You know, like how bizarre is that? It's just what's all I know. But then you're like, okay, here goes. You know, people actually want to like hear me tell this story. So, I mean, as unique and whatever that it was, it's still the only thing mm-hmm. I knew. You know, so it's kind of mm-hmm. like, what? Someone actually is interested in this story over and over again? Yeah, <laughs> yeah totally, totally. And embraced it. It puts your own experience into perspective for you, you right. know, <laughs> which is amazing. Um, that was going to be my next question. Like, how how did that help you build confidence in yourself when you started to realize, like, oh, people want to hear my story? Like, how did that shape how you saw yourself? Yeah, I think it just gave me, like you said, more confidence. It gave me uh a, a backing, a push, right. To continue mm-hmm. to do it. I always tell this funny story and I have this on my phone because my mom sent it to me when I was a, a young kid, I got in trouble for talking all the time. Mm-hmm. And I have, this, they used to say when I was in school, it said needs to practice self-control. That was what they put on my report card as a little girl over, over and over and over. And I'm mm-hmm. like, how odd is that? Now I get paid to talk, you know? And I used to get- <laughs> Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. so it just gave me that boost that I needed as a as a teenager and into adulthood to say, you know, just keep sharing it. But I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, well, pay me to tell this story. I was telling this story for free when I was a little kid. <laughs> you know, like yeah, get- yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's so funny that you say that because it was it was a total opposite for me. Like I was never a talker, and the teacher was like, oh, she's really shy. Like she could have more room to speak. But it wasn't until I had the room to and somebody was like no like give us your idea then I was like nonstop, <laughs> and that's what I'm doing now too so yeah. it's funny it's funny where life takes you but that's 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 beautiful that that was kind of the you know you always had things that you wanted to share and that reflected in your childhood and it reflects in what you're doing now yeah I just think it's funny that I used to get in trouble for it like I have a whole I yeah. have a report card that says needs to practice self-control like she's just that's so funny that's so funny which is so interesting and that's like a whole other argument right like how we perceive children like that as needing self-control rather than just a space to express um Mm -hmm. which is I think I hope the shift that our society is making now because we're recognizing that it's a very human uh it's 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 like a vector for release in some Mm -hmm. way but that's a whole other story (laughs) (laughs) thank you so much for sharing all of that and for just your humility and your courage and just sharing the aspects of your story into how you've gotten to where you are today. Um, with every guest, the tradition is that we do a rapid fire round at the end of the episode of three questions. The mm-hmm. first two are the same for everyone. And the last one is unique to each uh, speaker. So uh, are you ready? 
<laughs> ah, okay. <laughs> I have faith in you. I have faith in you. <laughs> All right. So the first question is, what is your favorite quote? Being unique is your superpower. Oh, I love that. Very true. And I can assume I can only assume that's how you show up in your everyday. So mm-hmm. that's awesome. What song is currently stuck in your head? Oh, you know what song is? I don't know who sings it, but and I can't sing, but I listened to this song. <laughs> <laughs> called glorious i don't i don't even want to i don't even want to try to sing it for you because i will embarrass you (laughs) is it like from the radio or when i work out i listen to don't judge i'm still old school i listen to pandora oh Oh, nice oh that rings a bell that rings a bell i think i know i think i know the tune i don't know yeah (laughs) Don't make me do it. Somewhere in the distant corner of my brain, there's like a light, but I can't put my finger on it. So I'm sure if anybody's listening and you know it and you want to comment it in the show notes, please do so. I I mean, I, I can hear it. It it just, I was listening to it just the other day, as a matter of fact, and it just makes me feel part, at least the chorus part of it or whatever makes me feel good. I don't even, I hope it doesn't Nice. I hope not. (laughs) (laughs) Hey. Either way, for anybody listening, now you have a uh, suggestion for a future workout jam. So (laughs) thank you. That was providing value to all of us with that. (laughs) The last question that I have for you, which is unique to uh, your episode, is uh, tell us one word that would describe your life right now. My life right now. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. One word. One word. You know, I, I would say, ah, it's either, oh, it's a toss up. I have two words. <laughs> oh, good. You can tell us two words. I was, gonna say, I was gonna say love and then I was mm. gonna say service. You know, mm. I feel, I feel like we're all here, you know, to serve one another. Mm-hmm. And I hope that I'm doing my part and wow. I'm, that I have grown and evolved to see that, you know, God has given me an awesome life and I need to make sure that I'm, that I'm giving back to others through what's been given to me. Mm -hmm. Those, I guess, I I guess I could say service, but love, love and service kind of go hand in hand there for me. Mm -hmm. Doing, Doing that. That's so beautiful. And I think that love and nervousness can coexist. You know, I think that they are mutual driving forces for one another. Service. Oh, I heard nervous the first time. (laughs) Sorry. But service. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, in any case, I do think love and nervousness can coexist, but love and service are not mutually exclusive. I think they can do love and nervousness. Yep. I agree. Mm -hmm. I think they're driving forces for one another. You know, mm-hmm. like when you get nervous, you are inspired to um, give out love and vice versa, you know, mm-hmm. so. Or you might, be inspired. you might actually take love if you get nervous. You know what I mean? Like yes. with old yes. love, you get nervous. So there's that too. Mm-hmm. There we go. We heard nervous and we made an entire conversation. <laughs> <laughs> so that is all I have for you today, Taryn. Thank you so much for being here. Can you tell our listeners where they can find you? after this episode so i am on all platforms at i am taryn lamb so that's a i a m taryn t-e-r-r-a-n lamp l-a-m-p so i am taryn lamp on instagram i'm taryn lamp on facebook taryn lamp i am taryn lamp on youtube and oh and the taryn lamp show on apple podcast so taryn Yes, everybody make sure to check that out. Like you said, if you have a uh, generous donation that you can give whatever amount, please do so. I know I will certainly be going and doing that after this episode. I'm super excited. And thank you so much again for coming and sharing your story, for sharing your entire, the sequence of events of your life and how you've turned it into your driving force for today. Taryn, thank you so much. And we will see you soon. Thank you, Mariana. I look forward to having you as well.
thank you so much for tuning in everybody i hope you enjoyed that episode and that conversation just as much as i did it was such a joy having taryn was so awesome and just hearing her story filled me with such inspiration and all quite literally all i can think about was wow i have no excuse moving forward to not go after the things that i want to because somebody who has been through such hardships as taryn really is a sign and a perfect example of the fact that the only limitations that we have are the ones we place on ourselves so if you took nothing else away from that episode let it be that so again thank you for being here thank you for tuning in remember to follow the podcast at commitment to growth podcast on instagram and facebook to be updated with all the episodes that are coming out episodes on no 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 restart restart Thank you so much for tuning in, everybody. I hope you enjoyed that conversation just as much as I did. And if nothing else, remember that Taryn's example is a sign and a message that the only truly limitations that we place on ourselves are the ones that hinder us most. Let that be the one thing, if nothing else, that you took away from this episode. I hope you enjoyed that. I know I did, and I look forward to seeing more of Taryn's journey on Instagram and on her own show. I absolutely love it. Again, remember to follow the podcast on Instagram and Facebook. It's at Commitment to Growth Podcast. There you can get all the latest updates on the show, upcoming episodes, upcoming exciting things that are coming. I have so many exciting guest interviews to bring you in the summer. I am just... over the moon so keep your eye out for that if you are in victoria or looking for a personal trainer or just looking to connect with me in a different uh plane check out www.commitmenttogrowth.com that is my holistic personal training and personal development platform to get you not your not just your dream physique but your dream mindset and the confidence that you want to build in yourself to be a better version of yourself and get closer to the ideal future self that you want to be so think that's it that's all on me if you want to be a guest you want to get in touch with me dm me on instagram or you can send me an email at it's kabimtogrowthpod at gmail.com whatever works easiest for you i'm always monitoring them so super happy to hop on conversation anytime again you are all amazing your presence here is so appreciated and i will see you in the next conversation thank you so much and have a wonderful rest of your day